This, this is, is our great grandma Bonnie. Today I am 90 years old and Michigan still sucks. Yeah, holy shit. I moved to Michigan, where, where <laughs> there's not as many cool things. <laughs> yeah, nah, Michigan has its own cool things. Actually, I found a really cool uh, antique place up here called Wally's Treasures. Did I tell you about it? Uh, tell me about it. It's, it's kind of like Polo. It's got a bunch of vendors, and they sell things. And I found some cool shit oh, over there. How about, are, are you ready Star to do Star Wars the figures, you know, all kinds of stuff. Are you ready to do the show, because we can just start... I can introduce oh, us. Is this the show? Uh, it, it, I forgot we were doing a show. I <laughs> thought you were just calling me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll introduce us. Hello. All right, let's, let's do a show. <laughs> I'm Raven J. Oh shit! Fuck! Holy shit! Let me turn that down. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry about that. Hold on. Uh, that, that wasn't that wasn't balanced. <laughs> Damn it. All right, uh, turn down, turn down. We're, okay. Whew. Hope everyone likes their eardrums. There we go. Try it again. Oh, shit. Oh, it's just too low now. Yeah. All right. That's about right. Fucking greatest song ever. All right, um, and... Raven J. <laughs> I'm joined with uh, Lunatic Fringe, Ken Gage. <laughs> yeah, that's me. There it is. <laughs> Somewhere in Michigan. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny? Um, you know what's really? Uh, man. All right. So, uh, when I was a kid, I think I. I'm not sure if I brought this up to you, but when I was a kid, um, there were these Michigan, uh, like, uh, commercials, commercials for, like, uh, tourism for Michigan or something like that, and I, I remember, like... You did, you did mention that before, yeah. And I was like, man, it makes Michigan look so cool, <laughs> and I, I remember going, I mean, my cousins live in Detroit, <laughs> so I was like, 
Yeah, this is just like Rockford. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> but it was their piece of shit. So, <laughs> but that's another cool thing um, about Grand Theft Auto. Um, there's people that have modified it so they can you can add on real cities. So I was trying to find Detroit, but I can't. Okay. They don't have Detroit, but they have Chicago uh, and they have Russia and they have ancient Egypt. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah. So it's really fucking cool. It's like oh, cool. you um you just like put it in this code and all of a sudden the shit appears and you can you're there. And like someone actually rendered these th- yeah it's it's so i'll have to send you a video it's like it's fucking amazing anyway um so tonight on the show oh cool we are going to talk about ark rum uh he's yeah, well we'll get to him um and then for the movie review we're doing moon of the wolf from i think 1974 I'm not sure. I'll have to look up all the information when we get there. But I've been wanting to do this. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either of the details of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's a made-for-TV movie. Yeah. Most definitely. I'm trying to think. Was there something else? Mm, no, just random bullshit, I guess. So yeah, Ken, we haven't. No, no. Yeah, no. I mean, we. We talked about doing maybe that other movie with that Barbara Eden, Barry Hagman, <laughs> no, no, werewolf movie. But no. it was kind of you. You started to watch it, and <laughs> fell asleep or something. Yeah, I could. I couldn't do that one. <laughs> and that's. A, I think that was another one that doesn't have like a werewolf. I forgot what it's called. Uh, howl. Yeah, Howl the Werewolf or something like that. How, howling in the Woods, maybe. Oh yeah, something. something. Yeah. Yeah, Barbara Eden was uh, Howling in the Woods, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. And it, it was just too boring. But I mean, I, I just—it's it, kind of from the same era as this one we j- we're doing tonight. That's why I thought, oh, you know, we could put together the made-for-TV werewolf movies or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I—I I barely, to be honest, I barely remember most of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Moon of the Wolf. I know it's it's. You know, I even, I even started to watch it a second. Hmm. You know what? I'll just say, uh. Save it, save it for the segment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just go into our Chrome. Oh. So I know you know a lot about the oh, okay. this guy. And, you know, I, I don't know every detail. I don't know, like, all the, the <clears throat> I don't know all the specific comics that he actually worked on. I, I only came across, like, uh, say, like, compilations. I've never really followed any kind of linear stories that he may have worked on or anything like that i've just always had compilations and mm-hmm. just random shit so obviously right off the bat um i just want to mention that when i was growing up i couldn't look at this guy's artwork i remember seeing the um album for uh what was that holding company what's that uh shit you know what i'm talking about what's that band or is it Janis Joplin? What what album? Cheap Cheap Thrills. What? You know what I'm talking about? He, he did the cover for Cheap Thrills. Uh. Huh. You know what? I'm, it's uh the album cover itself has like a bunch of it looks like a hotel maybe, and it's got different panels and it's got all these different scenes going on. 
uh, damn it, what uh, is it? Something in the holding company. I think it's Janis Joplin. No, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm what I'm getting I mean, at. I, I'm not an expert in <clears throat> Art Crumb. I mean, I've seen the oh. documentary on him, and you know, I've I've read some of his comic stuff in uh, like some of these underground you know comic magazines and stuff okay cool i, I right. forget which ones he's in there's like there's like zap and all these other things but. yeah yeah so um all right cool We're, we'll just kind of like present this as uh <laughs> I, I used to collect a lot of comics that were like reproductions of the 60s comic yeah yeah i guess like that's what late i'm saying 60s early 70s stuff yeah that's what i'm saying too is like i i didn't grow up in that era so i didn't know and everything was all secondhand and just like what you just said, um, I didn't really know anything about the guy personally until I saw the um, Terry Gilliam uh, documentary. And there's actually a couple documentaries out there. And uh, uh, it's it's funny, like, I've seen that documentary so many times, and it made me... And I think about it a lot outside of it, too. Like, Art Crumb. Um, yeah, when I was a kid... Uh, yeah, like like what you were saying earlier is like I only really know um, any kind of intricate detail about him through the documentary, which was a fucking awesome documentary. Because I I, wa- I I watched that so many times, and the, what I was getting to was uh, it also has his brothers in it. Uh, what are their names? Max, Maxon, and um, Charles, and. It's really disturbing looking back at the documentary because I haven't seen it in years. But I remember how weird both of both the brothers were, and um, mm-hmm. in the whole documentary they talk about how like Crumb's father was like this, uh, you know, meathead, and he wanted his sons to be like these jocks, but all three of them were just nerdy, yeah. um, clumsy, yeah, you know, just. You know, they, they all seem a little depressed. And, yeah. Yeah. So like, they grew up that way, and. Well, I mean, don't the brothers have? Don't they seem like they have? Don't they have some kind of mental illness or something? Yeah, that's what I'm getting not, to. Not our Crumb, but the other two. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. It's yeah. like I think Crumb, he just he's got the same illnesses, but it's just he's more more functioning in society because he maybe he's got can't. got yeah. out. Yeah, he got out there in life and met people and stuff, and his brothers didn't. They're, so they were kind of like mm-hmm. arrested development in a way. But, you know, it makes me think to, uh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... All across, like, generations of different people in America, you know, like, you know, we all come from different things, and we all have some kind of weird mental thing that someone else would think is crazy, but we think is norm- you know, normal. Like, uh, like, 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 uh, take some dude that like pulls his pants all the way down and piss. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Are you one of those people, yeah, Ken? Right, right. Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, I know. That There's was some, so, yeah, aw- that some was weirdos out there in the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was always so off putting in grade school. <laughs> there was always one kid who was like, whoop, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> your butt's out, dude. What's going on here? <laughs> You know, so it's like, <laughs> you know, it, it just makes you think, like, people grow up differently, and you know how people coddle their children, you know, because they don't want them to live a shitty life like they did, and all that kind of stuff, and it breeds, like, laziness, and, you know, all these different psycho- psychological things, but um, 
looking at this documentary that it shows you, you know, what can happen. You know, it's like, it's, it's fucking weird. I mean, this is just one documentary out of millions, you know what I mean? I remember seeing this one uh, that haunted yeah. me when I was a kid. Uh, it was about this girl. Um, these two, this, I think she was like four or f- five or something like that, and her little brother was like two. But they got adopted by this family. But the girl would like, uh, man, what? Because I, I was like eight years old when I saw this, and it it really was. I think you might you might actually know what this is. In anybody listening, it's, it's it was like this girl, and she had like no emotions. But when they interviewed her, it, she would like talk about how she wanted to kill her brother, and like, um, and she was emotionless. It's so weird, but. But anyways, you know, mental illness is so fucking just strange. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying it's not ringing any bells right off hand, but yeah. Yeah, it was it's a famous the movie you're talking about or the documentary. Yeah, it's it's famous. I I'll, I'll try to link it somehow <clears throat> or I'll bring it up next show or something, but um but yeah, so but the one thing I want to uh mention though is that I really love all all the all the um crumbs artwork like not just uh Robert but um Charles his oh, yeah. his stuff is great um and uh Max's stuff was really gr- good too in a way I mean some some of the stuff more is more abstract but I think like that's something you can would like more opposed to like the more like realistic stuff that mm-hmm. I would like you know, consider art more artistic. Um, even his son, or his uh-huh. son and daughter, uh, Sophie, and um, uh, what's his? Uh, I can't remember his son's name. Jesse, I think. Yeah. But in the documentary, like our crumbs, like they're like sitting there drawing, and crumbs like you know observing. He's like, yeah, you haven't learned how to cheat yet. <laughs> you know. And the, creepy fucking (laughs) (laughs) yeah i masturbate seven times a day it's like okay woody allen (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) rain man meets woody allen our crumb all right so Mm -hmm. sure so you don't like he i like how they showed him in it those jazz records and stuff. I remember that about him. Oh yeah. So and that, uh, he he collected black Americana too. He what? He collected what? Oh, I was sneezing. Um, oh, I said he collect uh, jazz records and he collected black Americana too. Like oh yeah, like the the advertising had a lot of black characters in it. Sometimes that are racist by yep. today's standards, you know. Yep. And and were racist by those standards back then too. Yeah, so here, here's the thing that ties it all together. It's like Terry Gillum, he went on a few years later to um, direct Ghost World, which was based on the Daniel Close uh, graphic novel. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I like Ghost World. I love that's yeah cool. The, it's one of my favorite movies I, of all I, time. I collect those uh, yeah, clothes books, the eight, eight ball comics. I was collecting a lot of those. Mm-hmm. So. Back it was in a, the day in the nineties. <laughs> so, um, but Terry Gillum directed that movie, and uh, the the character um, Seymour, played by uh, 
uh, what's his name? Shit, what's his name? Uh, Donnie from uh, uh, the Big Lebowski. <laughs> Fuck. Why can't I think of his name? Steve Buscemi. Mm, I don't remember. Steve Buscemi. So, um, he, oh, Buscemi. Yeah, that's right. Buscemi. He, he was kind of based off of R. Crumb in a way because he collected all the old-time ragtime uh, blues records and yeah, blah, blah, blah. And yep, yep, totally, yeah. So, but in the R. Crumb documentary, you get to see his collection and how immaculate it is and all that kind of stuff. And um, MTK, my friend MTK, he kind of has a similar collection. Um, it's it's pretty massive and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, but he's got good stuff like Argo Speedwagon <laughs> and the Robot Carnival soundtrack. <laughs> Listen to you, good stuff. I like a lot of weird, obscure vinyl stuff too. Sunra. I like jazz records as well. Family Turntine. Yeah, Sunra. Yeah. All right. So. So um. Yeah. Uh. Arkham. Like when what I was saying earlier is like his artwork kind of was really disgusting to me growing up. I don't know why, but it was just so like I, I think it was kind of like the uncanny valley. Like it was a it was it was almost like uh same thing with the Richard Corbin artwork. Like it was so it was so realistic, but there was like this it was the own world, yeah. Yeah. And both those artists, like, they I mean they're ma- they're both masters to me because like they they took the human form and just fucked did whatever they wanted with it and that's something that inspires me it's like you don't have to draw yeah. think something perfect because like case in point when you if you're drawing a woman that's like got her arm like she's sitting down and then she's kind of leaning back she's got her arm back there's like a certain way that the arm looks but if you draw it that way it doesn't look right on paper so you have to like fabricate how things actually and that's just my my in, a peek inside my head it's like that's how i look at things like I don't draw things perfect because they don't look right perfect, you know? Anyway, so mm-hmm. our crumb, it, it also goes along with the um, uh, the Be- uh, Beatles Yellow Submarine artwork, like the, the cartoon. Like, that had a certain style, too, that really kind of mm-hmm. made me sick to my stomach. And that's what our crumb did, too. It's uh, I remember seeing this, like, uh, comic book covers that he did. And I was just like, oh, because he always seemed like he took it too far. Like, I'm, th- I remember th- he'd always draw nipples, and like the women, he drew them like way too, you know, they're not sexy anymore. They're just like these huge hulking masses. <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. But, you know, that. Yeah, he, well, I don't know. Maybe they were sexy to him, but yeah, he, he always drew them kind of thick, and he. he, he like show all their arm hair and everything, you know. He'd show them like, yeah, a little on the hairy side. <laughs> <laughs> I I get it. I I because I you know like I might have like some kind of certain fetishes or something because like, I, I know I draw a lot of girls with glasses, so that might be you know subconsciously. I mean, I'll fully admit that, but I don't know. It's like I don't. I mean, Little booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I do. I draw what I I like. I I don't know. It's not like I fantasize about like women looking like that. 
<laughs> because that, like, on off paper, it might look a little freakish. <laughs> but yeah. our crumb people, like I would not. Drew on the the scene of Yeah, like I don't know, like the our crumb women. I don't think I'd want to encounter most of them in real life. <laughs> like, yikes! Unless they're nice people. Oh right, right, right. I'm right. just saying, but from what he draws, they seem a little rambunctious. <laughs> little well and then he's got those certain characters he draws like one called devil girl or whatever yeah you don't want to mess around devil girl and then he's got mr natural yeah he's got <laughs> recurring things yeah so um yeah it, all in all we're not going to give like his whole uh documentary here but if you are privy check out the um terry gilliam um r crumb documentary and I know there's one other one, like I mentioned earlier, because I remember there were certain things that were said in the Terry Gillum documentary that floated over into the other documentary. Uh-huh. There were kind of like rebuttals in a way. I just can't remember off offhand what they were. However, um, the listeners, you can check them out yourself. Just um, look them up. I don't know. Find them somehow. Be internet detectives. <laughs> You're going to give our listeners that kind of freedom to yes. just check things out on their own and make their own decisions? Yes, because... What are they listening to us for? <laughs> yeah, that's that's something also. It's like there's so many freaking podcasts out there. Like, there's one popping up every day. And, like, it's it's yeah. so obnoxious. It's like, I, I get it. <laughs> I mean, because look at this one. It's like, oh, what do you have to say? Oh, no. I have no real, <laughs> I have no real authority on anything, but I do uh, give my own perspective about you know reviewing these things. Like uh, case in point, um, maybe someone hasn't ever heard of R. Crumb, <laughs> so because you know he's kind of out of vogue. I mean, what's the last thing you've seen him? Yeah, you know. So you're, you're right. I mean, he he was more popular probably in the 90s that was probably at his peak you know when he was being remembered you know, yeah doing these documentaries and yeah like remembered then and that was like 20 25 years ago already so it's yeah. like you know got to keep this guy alive right. somehow yeah and nowadays yeah you're right yeah there's no i mean unless there's some retro 90s revival i don't think people are remembering <laughs> So yeah, that, and that's another thing too. The younger kids who are, you know, on their TikTok video. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if our crumbs on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and that's case in point. It's like, it's just how I live my life, anyways. I don't like to know everything about something because there's so much more to know. So it's like, take your time. <laughs> I mean, we only have so many, so many breaths. So many breaths. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I guess we didn't really review a movie, so I'm, I can't. I'm saving myself. That's why I don't. I don't use up all my breaths. <laughs> so I'm always passing out and sleeping all day. All right. Uh, <laughs> so all in all, I can't really. I remember there's this one, two. There's two books that. I can recommend um, the big coffee table book 
it's got like I mean it's been in different um I think you can get it pretty cheap now because I remember when it first came out it was a big hardcover book and I remember on the cover it said like inexpensive too or something like that but since then it's gone down in price you know and you can get like a paperback version blah 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 but it's a big compilation of his artwork and it's really good um oh yeah he's still putting out they're still putting out art from sketchbooks too they're, they've been cranking them out yeah i mean he's still he's still alive and still working on stuff it's just like Even yeah it you know it's the same thing with love and rockets it's like um i was listening to an interview or i was watching watching an interview on youtube with uh, jamie hernandez and he's talking about like you know his heyday was the 80s uh -huh. and like since then you know he's just kind of had a, a decline mm -hmm. in you know, viewership or uh, patronism, I guess. And that, that, that goes to say, like, I, I know I give his other brothers just complete shit because I, I don't appreciate their artwork. You know, I appreciate people doing their own thing, but I mean, there just comes a point when there's like so many other really good artists out there who haven't got to publish one thing opposed to this guy who fucking draws like he's in fucking second grade. And he's published, like, things for years. You know, it's like, you know, it's so weird. It's like, maybe, maybe I think Fancy Graphics some kind of mobbed up shit. <laughs> I, think, I think the mafia, holy uh -huh. shit. <clears throat> it's kind of like uh, Japanese wrestling. Japanese wrestling is run by the Yakuza. <laughs> Wait, who's, who's the artist that you say? Who's the artist you say draws like they're in second grade? Oh, um... Gilbert Hernandez. And, you know, that's another thing, too. I hate making fun of someone. You know, it's like, it's not fair. I mean, because I'm sure someone out there can be like, Raven Johnson's artwork sucks ass. <laughs> you know, I guess they're right. You know, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> you know, but Gilbert Hernandez's artwork does suck ass. And it's like, he just keeps making stuff. And uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, so do you want to move on to the movie? Hello. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Good. You can do that. All right, let me see if I got that. Start talking about the movie. You know what I didn't tell you, though? I was, I was going to tell you something. What? I can tell you later. You tell me I now. I tell you now. Yeah, you tell me I, now. I might have a new job in a week. Oh, shit. A good one or a bad one? <laughs> you, know, you know I'm working for a pool hot tub company? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the co it's an okay company I'm working for, but but I, I found a fitness center looking for a pool guy. Oh, no. And they got like five pools and two spas and a steam room. Oh, no. So I'm going to go work for a fitness center. Oh, dude, this is going to be the... And get a free gym membership. This, this is the plot yeah. of Hollywood Hot Tubs Part you, 3. You that's good? Yeah. No, I love the idea. Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, dude, no, no, dude. First and foremost, hey, hey, dogs, come here. First and foremost, I love the idea, but I just I, I feel for your, I I'm thinking ahead, man. I'm thinking of your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be around oh, all that no, that hot. That. You're gonna be around those hot dudes. I mean, your eyes are gonna wander. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Things happen, uh, man. Maybe, maybe we'll see if I join that team. Yeah, I'm just. I, I, I it could happen. Yeah, I'm. I'm just, you know, just trying to be a friend no, here. I, I was looking for a job though that um, 
that has that pays a little better has has more benefits and it's it basically indoors and uh, i can retire doing it you know what i mean like well hmm let's, let's take a look here well kent says uh you want to work one day a week ideally you want to make forty seven dollars an hour no i work full time <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm making good money doing this. I know. I'm I'm in charge of the the maintenance teams too. I'm, it's actually a supervisory position. Oh, look at you! Well, yeah, uh, with all this I money know, that's I'm rolling, in. I'm just saying. It, yeah, well, with all this money that's rolling, up, in. and I wasn't I wasn't even gonna leave this company I was at, but they sort of irritated me a couple times, and I was like, you know, fuck this company. I I'll go. I can go make more money somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And have it easier, even. Yeah, I hear so, that. So I said, "Fuck them." <laughs> all right. Well, I hope this all works out for you. <laughs> and you buy me lots of toys. Me too. All right. So let's uh, review this. <laughs> Guys, remember that movie? Yes. Is this the movie? Yes. Let me type it in really quick so I can get the stats. Moon of the... <laughs> There's like this moon, and it's a moon that's of a wolf. Mm-hmm. I guess you'd call that a full moon down if you lived by the bile. Bale? Bile? Scott Bale. Okay. Here we go. Mm. Did you did you figure out the year for that? Yes. Let me uh, just restart the thingy here. All right. Here we go. Mm. Oh, here we go. Yes, I do, because. <clears throat> I have a wild hair up my ass about reviewing it. Um, I saw this movie briefly when I was probably eight, eight or nine years old. Um, I tr- I was trying to stay home from school because I just didn't want to go to school that day, and uh, mm-hmm. so I was like faking sick or something. I don't know, but I remember my brother and me being like. Well, if you're sick, you can't watch TV. And I'm like, son of a bitch. That's the whole reason I want to stay home. <laughs> because uh, I remember checking out <clears throat> when <laughs> I was... Your brother uh, was a jerk. No, not really. He, he he just didn't want to get in trouble. He, he would have totally let me stay home. I mean, he did. But anyway, point point, point I'm getting to is uh, right before school one morning, I turned on my little black and white television... Which, I fucking love this little TV. And the area that I lived at the time, I could pick up Wisconsin television. Uh-huh. So there were a couple channels. There was a Fox 47, Madison. Which I fucking hate that channel now. Because <laughs> it's always on at work and it's always this corporate shit. It's like, okay. Ugh. But when I was a kid, they had the best shows. And they had different shows that... um than the local oh, yeah. stations because the local stations they had like their syndicate stuff wait you you, you, huh? you were up by madison when you were younger yeah 
I I am I'm you were, you were up by Madison. Uh, well, no, um, I'm kind of like I'm trying to think. Rockton, Rock, I mean Rockton's like half hour from you know uh, Janesville, so it's like you know I you could pick up the anyway. Oh, okay. So oh, I see. yeah, so uh, I was su- super impressed because I mean I could barely get the channels. You know, they would only be like kind of like mm-hmm. they'd only come in every now and then. I'd have to finagle the the one wire I had, but um, I remember getting to see the Dennis the Menace cartoon, which was weird to me because I'm like, wait a minute, this was that boring ass show that was on Nickelodeon. What the fuck? Now it's the Dairy Queen thing, you know, blah blah blah. So I I was so like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, there was this channel called uh, Fox Forty Seven. And um, they would show like actually I don't I don't think this was on no no this wasn't on that this came on um, channel thirty nine which was our local like the the channel that wasn't the corporate channels but anyway um, they showed this movie and it was like during the middle of the day and uh, I only got to see the last part of it because my brother actually made me go to school he's like you know what you're not sick go to school I'm like son of a bitch. So I only got to ca- catch like that very end of it, <laughs> and uh, the very end sucks, anyways. But uh, all in all, I didn't get to see the full movie again until high school, and I remember uh, it was senior year. No, 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 no. It was a year after. Is that year after I graduated? Because uh, um, anyway, I bought this two tape VHS set from Media Play. And uh, one of the movies was Moon of the Wolf, and the other one was, like, Cry of the Werewolf or something like that. And I think that one had Leslie Nielsen in it, but uh-huh. this one, I prefer this one out of both of them, because, like, this one had the better tape quality, and you could actually see things, and blah, blah, blah. The other one was kind of, like, okay. all jumbled and shitty. Bad tape quality, but um, I remember actually watching this and i was like oh yeah this is that movie finally i finally get to watch it blah blah blah. and there was another movie that maybe we could have done as an actual double feature with us is a cry of the werewolf or no the boy who cried werewolf because oh the boy who cried werewolf yeah i remember that yeah and this is a similar thing that's a fun movie that's a better movie than this but (laughs) yeah definitely um we actually reviewed it (laughs) did i did i cut did I cut to the chase? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you don't like this, but man. I just reviewed it right there. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but it's a similar thing. Like I got I only caught like the tail end of that movie and I didn't get to see it until way later. But um so yeah, this movie is a made for T V movie from nineteen seventy two. Um let's see, American T V movie broadcast, blah blah. ABC movie of the week. Uh, David Jansen, um, he's the guy who plays the sheriff, uh, Barbara Rush. I want to say something about Barbara Rush in this movie. She's a little hottie. Like, I don't know the quality of the transfer use scene, probably off of YouTube, but the quality of... Yeah, I was watching off YouTube. I was watching a 2B version, and it's not any better. But, um, oh, um, I, I want to mention Giant Spider Invasion. No, 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 not giant. Uh, 
The uh, hor- Horrors of Spider Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. Horrors. I love Horrors of Spider Island. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention that in a second. So, okay. Got some good, good horrors on that one. Yes. The Horrors of Spider Island. No, Horrors. Okay, yeah, don't right. bear the lead, damn it. Horrors. <laughs> you know, fuck it. You know, step, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> step over my jokes, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> so Moon of the Wolf. Uh, basically, it's about uh, a werewolf that's uh, attacking people. Oh, mm, mm, it attacks a couple people in, in this little bayou town in Lu- Louisiana somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, it it kind of gets to the point pretty quick. Uh, there's a lady that dies, and uh, the sheriff's going around finding out. You know, seeing what's going on with this lady and all her um, her uh, nightly escapades with the town doctor and the local mm-hmm. the local dude who is uh trying to remember who this guy is Jeff Jeffrey Lewis. Um, you might know him from fucking three thousand other movies. Um, using Clint Eastwood movies. Um, he he's he's got that face mm-hmm. that you always recognize. He's got He's got really blue eyes. He's kind of balding. He was in Salem's Lot. Uh, anyway, he's in a bunch of seventies things. Everyone would know him if you saw his face. Anyway, Jeffrey I Lewis. I remember him. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he's uh he plays one of the characters in it. But uh, so the Barbara Rush lady, um, some Rodan, can't remember her name. But, <clears throat> so, the sheriff's going around finding out who killed this lady, and he finds out that the um, town doctor had got her pregnant, but he didn't kill her, and um, it wasn't her friend boy, or boyfriend, or whoever, <laughs> the Jeffrey Lewis character, <laughs> and, uh, but the doctor's like, well, um... I don't think wild dogs can um, strike a woman upside the head left-handed, blah, blah, blah. You know, this this whole plot, murder mystery shit. Right, right, right. And, um... Yeah, the whole left-hand thing <laughs> was a little silly, but... And there's, like, all these little... They, they had... All these little 70s TV, made-for-TV movie, like, you know... You, you always know when they went to commercial. Because <laughs> it would always... Is that, yeah. You know, a character would always make a point, like... I don't know about this. Then go this like music sting, and then. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, and they come back and they kind of review it again, like. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a cartoon. So all in all, basically, it turns out that it's the the um, rich family, uh, the man, the boy, because it's it's a two, it's a um, a brother and a sister. Oh, it's kind of funny, too, because the sister comes back to visit. And, uh, ap- uh, you know, ironically, during this uh, murder spree, and um, the brother's, like, making all these weird excuses. Because like, the sheriff and the, the lady, they start talking and reminiscing about how they had a crush on each other and stuff. And she just keeps going on and on. And it seems like the brother's a little protective somehow. Like he's trying to keep a secret of some mm-hmm. some sort, but anyway. Or, but uh, there's some there's some kind of witty dialogue in the throughout that little exchange and everything. But 
all in all, like I know you're not a big fan of this, so you you can't really give a give too much, uh, you know. But for me, I I like this movie because you get a you get an actual um, bipedal werewolf. Is that is that what I'm saying? Am I saying that right? Bipedal. Yeah, you know, there's a werewolf, but you barely get to see it. You know, you, the very first scene, you see it very fleetingly. It's shot dark, and I think it's because it's like a cheap mask or something. Yeah, but th- then, that's the thing. And then it's... you see it a little more the second time, and mm-hmm. I think you see it twice. In the whole movie, it, it appears like twice. Yeah, yeah. They're in the part where it's uh, in the hospital, and then, or no, the, 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 the jail, yeah. the jail. And then the second part when it invades the home later, and but that's what I'm getting yeah. at. It's like it's, uh, I I I mean the makeup effects were they're just subpar, you know, for a '70s TV movie. But you know we can't compare this to Gargoyles. <laughs> but um, no, right, right. I and they they barely you know they're doing their best. That's not to show you that werewolf, you know, like, because the, they don't want to dwell on it too much, so you'll notice that it's just a cheap mask or something. Yeah, that's a Lon Chaney mask. I mean, it's basically like, it's a Lon Chaney mask of some kind, like, like some kind of cheap they did themselves or something. Mm-hmm. So, but all in all, um, I think that's the reason why I like this movie so much, is because it's, it's just one of those, you can put it on the background during Halloween, and it's... It's a classic. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty to the point. I mean, it's once it gets going, it it never stops and until it ends. You know, I mean, like any movie. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's it's not as boring if you pay attention. But you also probably that's another thing too. We're like stuck in this realm of like we got all these great movies from the past that are just shitty quality, and now that everything's digital, it makes it. A, look even fucking worse <laughs> so it's like yeah we need those old tube tvs back in vhs well, like, you know, old i know me too i mean that's why There's i li- like old you know i just good i just discovered i don't get off subject too much but i i just i just bought on blu-ray a doctor who episode it's a lost episode from the 60s from like 1965 it's called Galaxy Four. It was the first story of season three of Doctor Who, and uh, the, it's a four-part episode. And they lost three of the episodes, <clears throat> so they animated it. They only had the audio. Hmm. So, so they animated three episodes, or like two episodes. Then they show the third episode that has the real footage, and then they animate the fourth episode. Huh, that's pretty cool. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, it's pretty cool. No, and what it was cool is, you know, growing up, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see all these early Doctor Who's that were black and white. And, but they're like the BBC lost a bunch of them, and and they're missing. And and this, the, we they finally restored it, and it just came out on Blu-ray just like this month, or no, April it came out in April. And uh, so I got it and ordered it on Amazon. And uh, Marie and I watched it a couple days ago, and it was pretty good. It had, had these little robots in it. Cool. Anyways, I just, I'm just I'm using it as an example. Like, you know what? There there is like old stuff that's kind of fun and cool and like, you know. Yeah. Put it all. Put it. But I, I did on. think this movie was a little slow. <laughs> but, I mean, the movie we're we're watching, Moon of the Wolf. It, it was uh, it was it was hard. It was hard for me to 
to muster through it. Yeah, I know. I know exactly how I feel. I mean, that's how I felt about the other one that you mentioned. I was just like, I couldn't do it. I tried. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, that, that one caught attention a little more. I don't know if it's because it had Barbara Eden and Larry Hagman in it, you know, like like bigger stars or. Oh, you're a star fucker. Better huh? acting. I don't know. I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't. You don't want Jeffrey Lewis and Barbara Rush. You need fucking Barbara Eden. Fucking. Mm-hmm, I got to go straight for Barbara Eden. Get your bewitched at, or get your I dream a genie ass out of my face. <laughs> okay, so I want to mention the horrors of Spider Island because I remember seeing this a long time ago and thinking to myself, mm-hmm. there's got to be more to this movie because it seems like there's so many parts that are cut. Because it's like they're uh-huh. getting ready to do something and they don't. I'm like, hmm. And if I'm a... Uh, Didn't did Shock Factory just do a restored version of it? <laughs> well, here we go again. Stepping over on my shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Slow down, boy. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> that hamburger helper's got to your brain, boy. It, it City boy. He got me good. Fucking jumping <laughs> ahead. All right. <laughs> so, anyway... Um, it's like we have a script and I and, and uh, you shit all over it ahead of time. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't work for me, brother. Okay, so, um, so yeah, watching watching this back in the day, it always looked like you know, there was part that, parts that were cut. And you know, if you know, I'm th- I'm a dude, right? You're a dude, and I'm thinking, hey, mm-hmm. a dude probably directed this, and he's got <laughs> he's got all these resources. And I use the word resources to uh, describe a, a bevy of beautiful ladies. Okay, so he's got all these ladies on an island. <laughs> yeah, he's going to film some things, mm-hmm. all right? So what I'm thinking mm-hmm. is there's got to be more to this movie. And I found out there there is. Um, I didn't know that about the Blu-ray or anything, but on Tubi there's like three different versions. I'm like wait a minute and i i watched one of them and it had nudity uh-huh. and i was like okay see that's what i was talking about i knew there was more to this <laughs> and it just goes to show like my in- my intuition is usually correct about these things i was right about rabid grannies and i was right about this <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <clears throat> um what roads? Oh, um, I want. Are, have we? Have you done the movie? What movie? For retro. Rabbit Granny. Have you done the horrors of Spider Island for retro, retro, retro? Before? No, no, but I want to. Oh, oh wow! I'm surprised you haven't. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, it's been in the back of my head. But I wanted to find out if there's like a real version of it, and now I found out there is. So now we can. Well, let's get let's get the good version of it, and we'll all we'll all have copies of it and watch it, and we'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do that, Mister Pool Boy. You get us a copy. You get us, yeah. You get us one of those pristine copies from Viv- Liv- Livid Entertainment. <laughs> Livid. <laughs> Not Vivid. <laughs> Whatever, whatever that fucking fake company you made up. 
son of a bitch. <laughs> I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> you're going way back now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about that. Or, let's see. You're, so- you're oh. going back to Hard Rock Zombies, I think. Yes. I want to make mention of something. I, I was thinking about this earlier this week. So, you know the song, You're So Vain, by Carly Simon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the, it is. It is about the person she's singing about. It, you know? She's like, you're so vain, you probably think the song is about you. <laughs> because it fucking is. <laughs> it's like you're trying to make this fucking... It totally is. Yeah, she's trying to make this point, this, like, this poetic, fucking poignant, the fucking... Point. It's like, yeah, but you're just fucking contradicted yourself, you stupid idiot. <laughs> Why don't you go pave paradise? She's the one that did a song about, about me. <laughs> about all of us. Yeah. The whole song's about us. Yeah. Quit. I want my royalties. That's so obvious. I, I'm suing her I tomorrow. I want my cut of it. Yeah. <laughs> the song's about me, you, you, you vain. You. 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 Okay, anyway. All right, so... Um, have, you, have you heard any of the new albums I put out? Speaking of music? I have not. I haven't heard anything. I haven't, I haven't been doing anything, dude. I've been, like, solely waiting to die. So, for April... Yes. <laughs> for, for April, I decided I was going to put out four albums. Oh, jeez. So, I just did it. I was like, huh, eh, you know, I'll throw out four albums. So, so I put out... Uh, I, I, they're they're like it's like four parts. I mean, they're they're kind of related albums, but because um, they're all kind of like science fiction albums, like science fiction music, space music. And, yes. Uh, the first one was called Galaxy. Yeah, space. It's all space music, or mm-hmm. it could be like you know music for a science fiction soundtrack or something that a movie that doesn't exist in space travel. Uh, but but my first album was called Ga- Galaxy Disc. And then I put out an album called The Radio Waves Are Inside You. And then I put out an album called Blue Pulsar. And then I put out one called A Magic Doorway to Mars. <laughs> Is that sponsored by Elon Musk? So just like that, the last time I've talked to you, I well, I don't know when we did a show last, but... I, I just did those four albums just now, so. Very cool. I've probably done other albums since I talked to you, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you reach out to Elon Musk? Elon Musk? Yeah. Get, like. Think he wants, he wants some space music? Yes, dude. Dude, you need to strike while the iron's hot. Get involved with this fucking dude. <laughs> For real, I don't even like that guy. Really, and it doesn't matter if you like him. What I'm saying is, you got to get in close with him, <laughs> and then, like, you know, once he like, yeah. once he like gives you all his like fortune, slit his throat in the in the in the moonlight, in the middle of the night, just fucking roll over after. Is that how it works? Yeah, after a long night of you guys making love we to each watch other. Too many bad movies because it sounds like a plot to a movie we watched. No, this is a plot to real life. You need to stop this man. You. You're the only one that can do it. With your music, your beautiful music that you just put out four fucking albums. That's a feat to itself. You need to get involved with him. It's a feat. It is. 
Yes, and he loves feet, so that's your in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, you need Is to. Is that his thing? I didn't know that. It's gotta be like the. It's gotta be like the stain. You gotta make love to him. You you gotta you gotta get his guard down. <laughs> you gotta get his secrets. You gotta get Tesla's secrets back. Get him. Take Elon Musk out before he takes over Twitter. He already did, dude. We needed to do this yesterday. <laughs> get your well, head. Up. I, you know, I'm not even on Twitter, so I don't pay attention to this shit. I know. That's why. That's why. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I do pay attention to this shit. <laughs> We need to strike with the irons hot yesterday. It may be too late. He's not going to buy it. Son of a bitch. He already did. <laughs> now he's making robots. <laughs> you f- yeah, he's making- <laughs> well, you're still there making music too. Yeah. You need to soothe the wild, <laughs> the, the fucking beast, man. This is what Aleister Crowley was talking about. <laughs> Your Lord and Savior, come on! <laughs> don't worry, just fuck little boys. Or wait a minute, Alistair, I don't. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyway, is that what Alistair Crowley was doing? I don't. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, we don't want to know what he was doing. All right. So, Moon of the Wolf. I will give this just out of nostalgia. Because that's all this is, you know. It's it's not a good movie by any means. Uh, it's based off a novel. Um, I can't remember who wrote it, but anyway, um, it's it's short. It's only seventy five minutes long. Um, and like I said, it's a it's a great movie to watch during Hall- the Halloween season because it's just it's it's not it's not it doesn't it's too long. <laughs> it, you don't you don't get like the vibe. I need to edit it. You don't get the vibe of like the classic. Uh, you, you don't get the vibe of the like universal kind of like monsters, but you get like the made-for-TV seventies kind no, of no. vibe. You know, like movies like Gargoyles yeah, and Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Like, Good. Uh, it's kind of like what's that Southern cop show? It's oh, uh, like, Kolchak. Uh, Kolchak. Um, Night Stalker or whatever it is. No, no, no. no. Um. No, no, not, not Night Stalker. Not Night, though. The, the word Night's in it, I think. Uh, yeah, the Night Stalker, isn't it? I can't think of it. <clears throat> yeah. No, there was, a, there was a show. It was a crime show. I don't know. It's right, with Gavin McCloud. that an episode of Columbo was set down in the in Louisiana. That's what this movie is. <laughs> Moon of the Wolf. Okay. Alright, um, but I'm going to give it, well, realistically, like I said, it's I'm I'm running off of nostalgia here, because I, I can just put this on the background and blah, blah, blah. Look a look a Um, I will give it... <laughs> hey, that's some French word I never heard of. Yeah. You don't know no French, you idiot. <laughs> um, not you, the guy in the movie. <laughs> no, but you don't know you don't <laughs> that guy who's like... That, it's a French word I never heard of. He's he's like supposed to spoke French and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Translate, translate it. They said it wrong. Yeah, yeah, Je- yeah. Jeffrey Lewis. Okay, um, I'm gonna give it a five because I just I want to because it's it, I respect it that much. Realistically, to the real world out, out there, of, five out of what twenty? Five out of five, dickhead. Ooh. Um, 
five out of five. Dude, hold on. Oh, my. Ken, will you shut up for a second? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I'm really not ripping you for it. Man. (laughs) But like I said um, to the listeners and uh, people people that may may have more rational sensibility, um, I give it a three because... You know, it's washed out. <laughs> it's washed out. You can't see it. You know, it's, like the the. It's is just. Is there a good version of this movie? Like, have they done a? I doubt it. They need to do like a yeah a remaster of this thing. Yeah, we'll fucking start livid in entertainment like you were supposed to, so we can put out Hard Rock Zombies and Moon the Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We can bootleg the shit. Oh, Come you on. know what else I picked up? Buy one of those DVD Blu-ray. duplicators. I up Night of the Oh, nice. From Shout Factory, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, it's their version of it, yeah. I was reading the reviews of it. I was like, you know what prompted it? Marie and I were watching, uh, we recorded it off of our DVR. And we went to watch it, and it was like a stormy night that night. And, you know, we got the dish here. And so it was all pixelated, like halfway through it, and we couldn't see it. Mm. And I got mad. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy that movie. <laughs> <laughs> the show like, factor's like, bullshit. The show factor's like, we got another one. We knew this would work. We got another. We got to create weather yeah. storms. Geo storms. Keep making those weather disturbances <laughs> in Michigan. Do you still know that? But you the still got that buddy that works at Harp. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Our Blu-ray cells Any are gonna go. Uh. Control set. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what the whole. That's what fucking Ronald Reagan was plotting back in the eighties. It's like, well, we gotta figure <laughs> yes, out the dig- this digital bullshit so we can control the airwaves. You want some jelly beans? <laughs> we gotta sell them more, more movies. <laughs> Yep. And laser discs are the way to go. Yeah. They're going to love Blu-ray. They're going to love Green Ray, too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Walt? I don't know. What do you think, Adolf? <laughs> okay, anyway. Walt. <laughs> Is that Walt Disney? Yeah, Walt Disney and oh, Adolf boy. Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Boys and girls, this is Mickey Mouse, and I've got to tell you, Moon of the Wolf is the entertainment of the future. Radio. Oh wait, Felix the cat says radio. I, I screwed that up. Well, way to go, idiot! <laughs> <laughs> you did this awesome bit, and then you've had to fuck it up at the end. That's why you're. That's why you never made the, it, man. The, I totally screwed it up. Yeah. You always choke. That's that is the ninth inning. Well, I do the Mickey Mouse voice and I do the Felix the Cat voice. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Like it, like it, it jarred me. Like it took me back. I was like, what it the jarred f-? you? <laughs> Seriously, like coming through the. Uh, I don't know. It was just the audio that came came through my earphones. It was like it was otherworldly. <laughs> it was like multiversal, multiversally. All right. So, what do you what, what would you rate it? Moon of the Wolf. Uh, I'm almost you, afraid so you, to ask. You, 
Yeah, you I'm almost... came down from five to three. No, no, no I still gave it a five. I'm gonna come down <clears> from <throat> three. I'm gonna come down from three to two. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe under two. <laughs> One point five. I don't. I won't give it too low of a rating. I don't want to give it too low, but well, I, it just. Um, I don't know. The story just wasn't doing it for me. There's something. I, it just it didn't it didn't really work for me for some reason. This is as a werewolf story in Louisiana. Hmm. I wasn't feeling it. All right. <laughs> so what? Would, all right. <laughs> so yeah, I give it a five then. I did send you some. I sent you a screenshot from the movie. I think a couple weeks ago, and then a poster I found online for it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I that's the same one. I, it, they got like Lon Chaney on that, but I remember the one I had had a different. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that poster was from a VHS cover. Yeah, and then I modified it a little bit, <laughs> make it cooler. The Ken Gage way: take something and fuck it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let me fuck it up a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna put my own pizzazz on it. Put a, yeah, I put a little spin on it. You're not a producer. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm producing stuff. <laughs> Holy Lord! Oh, damn it! Oh, has have anybody has anybody it's died? Out. Oh yeah, Bob Saget died. Huh? <clears throat> Bob Saget oh. died. Uh, who's Bunch of people died recently. Uh, some musicians. And yeah. Why can't the good ones die? <laughs> we still <laughs> fucking suffer, Madonna. <laughs> it's like, man, when's that? When's that fucking supernatural beast gonna die? Anyway, all right. So I guess that's the end of the show. Um. Oh yeah, I want to mention. It? I want to mention roads. Roadster, uh, thanks for uh, uh, sending a message uh, a few weeks ago. I haven't got around to replying, but yeah. Um, uh, Nick, uh, it's hard to, it, like, Nick keeps, like, we um we keep talking. I mean, I talk to Nick almost every day, but we uh, keep mentioning that we're uh-huh. going to do a show. It's just, it's hard for him to break away because, I mean, he's got a huge family. I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever known this, but he's got like seven kids. <laughs> so it's like he doesn't. Well, I think he's only what? Got, he's got like five kids. I think four or five. I think it's five. But Man, I would have got him a subscription to a condom service if I knew this. Fuck that shit. That's why he's got kids. He didn't believe in that shit. <laughs> he's a real man. He doesn't let the <laughs> fucking constructs of fucking it, modern it, society use that stuff. Yeah, like, ooh, you know, spermicide, fuck you, fuck you and your spermicide lubricant, motherfucker. Yeah, so anyway, so it's kind of hard for him to break away. Plus, he's got he's got a full-time job. I mean, he's a manager, so it's like, he's got shit going on. So, um, but he, when we talk and we keep mentioning, because we specifically have been talking about um, a couple things, and we have a whole show planned, um, mm-hmm. so eventually it'll happen. Okay. Um, and then we, I have another blast. What kind of show you guys had an idea for? Or, or you don't want to spill the beans yet? 
Uh, yeah, I don't want to give it away yet, just because, like, like uh, it's hard to get a hold of them. Or it's, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint a day to do it. So we're just, we're, we're just basically bouncing ideas. There's nothing really concrete, so I'm gonna wait. All right, all right. I think you don't want to get give the other podcasters a heads up and give them ideas um, because they, they would steal the show. I don't give a fuck if they did. They would do, they'd, it, they'd they'd do, would do a subpar that. fucking shitty version of it anyways. <laughs> so suck suck it. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, I mean, I wonder how many of them have done Moon of the Wolf. <laughs> I don't know. Does it matter, Ken? Are you, tra- are you trying to work against us, Ken? What's going on here? Are you trying to like do this tough love bullshit? <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> fucking seven album Ken over here. <laughs> I just, I just dropped another one. Oh. You're listening to the <laughs> the crazy man from Crystal Lake. Everybody <laughs> start raging. You're listening <laughs> to the Boy Wonder <laughs> and Shrunken Heads. Nutsacks. <laughs> and the Boy Wonder. <laughs> oh, I know what you're doing. You're listening yeah, to the Lunatic Fringe. Yeah, dickhead. Friends. <laughs> okay. Anybody out there? So I'm not sure when we're doing another show, but um, I just I just put one up. Oh, wait, are, are you, have you done? Huh? What'd you do? Oh, you put a new episode of Retro Retro Retro. Yeah. Uh, it was just a solo show. It was just me playing different music from different movies and such. You know, people seem to like it, so I uh, might I might do another one. Who knows? But. Well, I'll check that out. Okay. So, before you interrupted me a few minutes ago, um, there's going to be another guest returning in June. So, stay tuned for that. I don't want to give it that away because just in case it doesn't happen. Um, but, other than that... Um, that guest is Tobias Forge from the band Ghost, one of Raven's favorite oh, bands. Oh, fuck! Mm. All right. <laughs> I think it's time to end the show. <laughs> Good night. Farewell. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. Did you have you done any uh, new new figures or anything? No or sculptures or art. No, dude, what's, I haven't done. What's, what's new on the Raven front? Nothing, dude. I have done nothing. No? Yeah. Well, I, I guess I should mention this because um, it's like I don't want to ever complain on like uh, social media or anything, but it's like I don't know. I'm the one who does it, so it's like when I mention any of my woes about it, people are like, oh, no, that doesn't... It's like, no, motherfucker. It, I'm telling you exactly how it is. And it's like, people say, oh, you gotta do this? No, I don't have to fucking do that, because I'm not you, you piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I appreciate people's, like... You know, encourage... Or not, 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 not so much even encouragement. It's not fucking encouragement. It's like fucking... You know, anyway, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm out there. If you want to find my shit, look for it. If you don't, don't, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, okay. <clears throat> and and you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to make it sound like sour grapes or anything. Cause I don't care. I really don't. It's like, you know, okay. it's just weird. But, uh, it's weird what, to like talk about your, up? all the stuff you do uh, right. and for people to just like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's like do you, got, do you got conventions or art shows or anything coming up? No, dude, I don't have anything. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Nothing. 
Okay. I have nothing to show, so it's like. Is it because we're still kind of COVID lockdown here? Like. No, it's just I'm a fucking. I fail at everything I do, so it's like no, I I can't do anything. So. It's as, it's as simple as it get as it gets, man. It's not, it's I can't fucking make any excuses for it. It's just I'm I fucking all the stuff I do sucks. So fuck that. No, I, I don't have time for it anymore. You got you got cool shit. Get out of here. Yeah, I used to. Get out of here. That's what I'm saying. It's like I guess that's kind of overall what I'm saying about like our Crumb and like all the other artists I know. It's like they did stuff, and now it's like. Just a whisper in the wind, you know. Like maybe someone will unearth it someday, but who cares? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is anybody uh, talking about Norman Rockwell anymore? Oh, you'll 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 find your your swing. Yeah, but you know what? That statement. There's, there's ebb and flow. I, I love. I love. Yeah. You know, I love the um, enthusiasm from people like that, and this, you know, great statements like that. Like, cause, you know, I do the same thing. I'm like, you know, you'll do it. You'll do it. Blah blah blah. But I've heard that like almost every day of my life for fucking what? How many years? And it's like, just gotta keep. You get, keep telling yourself that. It's like how many times you gotta tell lie to yourself? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. You can tell everyone Santa Claus is real, <laughs> but it's like, he's not. He's never going to be. So why do we keep saying it? Fuck you. What? Anyway. Whether whether art is anomaly successful or not, it's still worthwhile. Like, you know, nothing's going to stop me from cranking out fun things, art, shows, whatever. It's I like, know. <laughs> it, you know, I, I know there's like... That's what I'm saying. you got to get a hold of fucking Elon Musk... And get that shit funded so we can get these fucking robot exosuits so we can defend ourselves against the fucking coming robot war. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you ready to sign off? All right. All right. Thanks for doing the show, Ken. I'm ready. Um, talk well, thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. I'm Raven J. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> you know what it says in the Bible about hamburger helper. <laughs> no, what? I can't read. <laughs> well, whatever it says, I'm sure it's really special. Sure. <laughs> like the Lord Almighty. <laughs> Give us the hamburger helper. Uh, the Lord is plentiful with the hamburger yeah. helper. <laughs>